Hi there and welcome back to another podcast. It's always wonderful to be here and share with you guys food for thought in life in general. One of the things I always like to think about is everything that we receive is information and what we do with that information, choosing to respond with the ability to use it or to let it go is our biggest power with information. And in that being said, another thing is that in the world today, we're kind of going through a grieving process of the loss of what was once our normal. Now our world is changing, just like it changed after the 9-11. And so many of us are feeling way outside of our comfort zone. And we don't understand the context that we're actually grieving. Many of us are grieving for our loss of our normal. We're grieving for that ability to go out and meet a friend at a coffee shop or have dinner or drinks. We're grieving to be able to touch another person in the way that we normally used to greet them, handshakes or kisses or the ability to see family members, grandchildren and so forth. We're grieving for that loss of being able to go to work or the ability to go out for a run whenever we wanted to and do our workouts at our gym. We are grieving for our loss of our routine. Many of us are now having to change our routines to fit around multiple people that we are living with in our homes due to the fact that we're not all in our own routine. We are now in unison trying to find a routine. With that, as we even as we return to work, it's still going to be and return to normal life for those that have the blessing to do so. For those that don't, we may have to look for work. We're going to have to find a new normal. For those of us that have people across the world like myself, travel is going to be restricted for a long period of time and it's going to change just like after 9-11. And we're going to have to find a new normal. All those times we flew across the world, getting annoyed with jet lag and the long flights, now realising how lucky we were to have it. All those times we got invited out or had to go to work, again, realizing how lucky we were to have it. And understanding that it is a loss. It is a huge loss to all of us, losing our routine and our normal. And so that being said, what happens is that many of us are suffering with anxiety, not feeling well 100%, wondering why, is this normal, is this okay? And yes, it is. It is exactly how it's meant to be when we understand it's a grieving process and a transformation process. That is one that is never easy. And what is more interesting than that is that the whole world is going through it. And there'll be over 7 billion different perspectives to it. Not right or wrong, but different perspectives on how we go through it. So at a time like this, I've been thinking a lot about with working from home and also teaching in person and from home with the ability to learn fitness and yoga over the last seven years from home. I've been thinking about what has kept me going because some of the experiences for me are very similar to Saudi Arabia where I was tucked up in an apartment. It's now a much more open country than when I was there 2014-15 and I didn't have a lot of abilities to go out and to work in the context of the Western world. I, I taught a few classes at my house for women, but not the context of what work was. I didn't have the ability, the freedoms and so forth and driving. So I learned to be in a quarantine type of status. 
And I learned to start yoga, meditation, fitness, work on certain other skills that I wanted to learn whilst with my two-year-old. And it was a big process and I wondered how I could put that into words that I found the ability to do so. And I think in this time and looking at the word grieving, there's always a step-by-step process, but there's a sixth step in grieving. It's to find reason, reason to go on, reason to, to be here right now after all the things have changed. Reason is one of the key things that helps someone who's lost someone to find purpose in their life again, to manage when they no longer are able to have that beautiful human that they once loved in a tangible capacity in their life. And reason is also very important to us as we want to achieve our goals, change our health and look after ourselves in life. If we're dealing with depression or anxiety, if we're dealing with children, if we're dealing with life ourselves, job losses, relationship losses, these are all grieving processes, but behind them we need to find a reason. A reason allows us to then move forward rather than stay stuck in why we're not enough. And the, what, the questions we ask ourselves daily are very much the key to changing whom we are. If we're always asking why we are not enough as one of our major key component questions, because there's one or three key component questions we're always asking ourselves. I used to always wonder, how could I make everyone else happy? How could I make everyone like me? And these were two questions that continued to go on and on. And they made me very, very challenged because all I was trying to do was please others, which to no avail, I could never please everybody. So I was always failing. And wondering, again, how could I do that? Then I had to learn that I also wasn't making myself happy by living a life trying to please others. I was in fact losing myself and I did lose myself through depression and my attempt on life. Lucky for me, I had another opportunity where I failed that attempt on life. And my questions changed. And the questions are now in a different type of service to help me. Now, Will Smith Smith asked the question, how can I make this moment even more magical? And he has other questions. But every time he shows up, he places in magic in the world and makes it even more magical. Because he asked this question, he, he lives this question. So the questions we ask, we live. So now that I really love and I learned that I needed to change my questions too and so seven years ago I changed my questions I changed my questions to looking at the things I wanted to do so I wanted to change my depression I wanted to become a more whole and happy person and love myself better I wanted to please myself in turn be a light for others rather than pleasing others and lose my light I wanted to be able to also use the information I had in the world. I had so many exercise programs, handstand programs, yoga programs, meditation programs, and I was overwhelmed. 
as we all do today, free online everywhere, including the ones you pay for. And it becomes overwhelming that we don't even use them. So I started simply by asking, how can I use this with meditation and exercise? With meditation, I can use this to rewire my brain, to be able to learn to choose my thoughts more wisely, even when I had negative thoughts, find a more empowering thought to get me through my fear and anxiety and depression, to move me into a place of empowerment rather than a place of disempowerment, to help me to deal with the blackness that keeps on seeping in day in, day out. I could use the exercise to also change and feel better internally, to be able to be more capable as a human, to be able to breathe a little deeper and to do more than I ever thought possible. In turn, of course, there is a physical aspect, but it all for me resided within fitness from the inside out. And then I asked myself, why must I do this? Because I had so many times I said, I will meditate, but I always gave up on it. And I will learn handstands, but I always gave up on it. And I still do that sometimes. I'm still human. And I asked myself, why must I use this? Because I, if I don't meditate, will become black, will become depressed, will be, become riddled with anxiety. And I know that if I continue down that path again, it may not lead up to a successful fail. It may leave up to no life at all. And that I could not bear. That I could not bear. Because that is not only reflecting upon my life, but all those around me that will have to deal with the suffering after I would have failed to be here in this world. So I realized I needed to meditate because it was my empowerment. It was my way to better tomorrows. It was my way to clarity of the mind. It was my way to breathe and to help me manage my sensitivities. I realized I must exercise because it helped change my energy. It helped me to feel better as a human with the endorphins running. It helped me to feel capable rather than disempowered. I couldn't do something. It helped me to show up that even though I fall down, I could stand back up. And then lastly, I had to figure out when I will use it. Because like everyone, we get these 30-day programs or New Year's resolutions and we never finish it. And I realized the problem was not my motivation because motivation never lasts for anybody, even those successful people that we admire. It was that I had to learn to set habits, just like cleaning my teeth. Now, when I didn't feel motivated, the habits were sitting there. So I would automatically do them because they were in my routine. Our routine is set up full of habits. Some of them fail us, however, and some of us lead us further forward and towards our goals. At first, we make our habits and then our habits make us. But what I realized was I had to change the pain and pleasure principle on some of my habits. So I had to understand that it was much more painful to be depressed and full of anxiety than it was to sit for five minutes a day and meditate and get up five minutes early. I had to understand it was much more painful to not feel good and to not achieve my goals in movement, to feel more capable in my daily life. I had to understand the pain and pleasurable had to switch, 
had to understand that sitting and wishing I could do a handstand, sitting and wishing I could move on social media for two hours and saying I didn't have time was actually far more painful when I looked back on my life. I was like, oh, I've lived my excuses and regrets. Because living one's excuses and regrets is truly disempowering and leads us to places of nowhere, never, and feeling lost and unhappy and disempowered, as I mentioned. But showing up and doing the work is hard too. And people are going to judge us whether we do the work or not. But the thing is that we will always judge us too. And that judgment will be less painful when we do the work. Including when we show up and do the work, we plant seeds of hope and faith for better tomorrows. But when we don't, we don't plant those seeds. And we live a life of insanity, doing the same thing day in, day out, expecting change. So I decided to assess my habits and the plain and pleasure principles on them. And I created habits that served me. So I got up at 5am. And 5am I do train. And I meditate. Not because I have time, but because I made time. I used to get up a lot later. But I made time seven years ago. 5am. I'm tired when I wake up at 7am. I'm tired when I wake up at 5am. So, therefore, I'd rather be tired and accomplished and empowered than disempowered with excuses and regrets. So I ask you, as you want to change your life, as you are trying to find a way to come to your new normal, to look into finding your reason why. And to find your reason why is so important. And to do that, ask these questions. How can I use this and relate it to you and your life? Why must I use this? Relate it to you. Relate it to the challenges that it will help you overcome, the things that you want to change. And most, most importantly, finally, when will you use it? Create those habits like cleaning your teeth, brushing your hair, washing your face, getting yourself ready in the morning for the things you want to change. And watch your life change. Thank you for joining me. Have a great day. Namaste.